Back in one of the early episodes of this podcast, I promised to avoid being snarky. And I feel a little snark bubbling to the surface right now, but just a little. Nobody's perfect, right? So loved ones, what's going on? I'm Bruce, and this is A Bigger Story. Have you ever had your own monogrammed towels or handkerchiefs or silverware? It used to be a thing. Is it still a thing? I don't know. Jesus had his own monogram, not with letters from the Latin alphabet that English speakers use, but from the Greek alphabet. And it really wasn't Jesus's monogram. It didn't come along until about 330 years after Jesus. The monogram is called a Christogram because it consists of the first two letters of Christ in Greek, which is Christos. The first two letters of Christos in Greek are Chi and Rho. Chi is represented in Greek with an X, Chi. And Rho, you might think that's the letter R, right? And it sounds like R, but in Greek, it doesn't look like an R. It looks like a P. I know, right? So imagine an X bisected vertically by a P, and you have the Cairo, the Christogram. The Emperor Constantine, the first Roman emperor to permit the legal practice of Christianity, used the Christogram, the Cairo, as the emblem on his shield, which is a whole nother story. But the fact that he did makes the Cairo Christogram as old as the early 4th century. So an X the first letter in the Greek form of Christ, an X, has stood for Christ since the fourth century. An X. So where am I going with this? It works like this. Let's say that I post in one of my social media feeds that there are 25 days until Christmas, but instead of spelling out Christmas, I put Xmas, X-M-A-S. Here's what will happen next. And I'm willing to bet good money on this, that if I were to do that right now, some humorless Christian, maybe of the conservative evangelical variety, but not necessarily, the key word here being humorless, trollish, generally unhappy, that person, and it will be more than one too. So those persons will see the Xmas and will click the angry face thing and comment something like this. It's Christmas, not Xmas. It's time we put Christ back into Christmas. To which I will say, sorry, nope, wrong dude to argue with on this one. The X is the first letter of Christ in Greek, which, by the way, is the original language of the New Testament. The X is the first letter of Christ in Greek and has been used by Christians dating back to about the fourth century. So using X in Xmas is not keeping the Christ from Christmas. So there. And then I'll wonder how those people are still in my social media feed to begin with because I thought I'd blocked all the grumpy Christians and now I'm being snarky. But let's say I haven't blocked the grumpy Christians. And by the way, grumpy Christians is an oxymoron. Let's say I haven't blocked all the grumpy Christians from my social media. Here's what we'll see any day now because I'm recording this podcast episode of A Bigger Story on November 30th, 2022. So here's what we'll see any day now. A great hue and cry that some poor, hapless cashier wished the grumpy Christian happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. 
Never mind that holiday means literally holy day. Again, wrong dude to argue with and on this stuff. And Christmas is a holy day, holiday. So the grumpy Christian was just wished a happy holy day, as if that was somehow horrible. And once again, the grumpy Christian will double down on the we have to put Christ back into Christmas. I think actually this is why Walmart went to almost all self-checkout, not to save money, but because they got tired every Christmas of their checkers being yelled at for wishing people happy holiday. There is some good news in all this. For some reason, the grumpy Christian faction seems to be exhausted from complaining about generic holiday symbols on Starbucks cups, because I haven't seen a lot of complaints about that this year. And maybe that's because the grumpy Christians have their own coffee places now. They do. So they have their own cups. And the Starbucks baristas seem to be smiling a whole lot more lately. Now, the grumpy Christians are not totally wrong. We do have some work to do to put Christ back into Christmas, but I don't think that looks like what the grumpy Christians think it looks like. I think it looks more like concrete actions to go along with thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers are nice, but the best prayers are the ones we pray with our hands and feet with concrete action on behalf of the suffering, and a little less with words. I think putting Christ back into Christmas might look a little less like material extravagance on Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and a little more material extravagance on Giving Tuesday, or at a local food pantry, or soup kitchen, or homeless shelter. It might look like diving deeply enough into the actual Christmas stories of the Bible that include immigrants traveling, escaping into foreign countries to escape violence and persecution. That would be like Joseph, Mary, and Jesus, and the three wise men after they've seen Jesus. So it might look like paying more attention to those stories of immigrants escaping violence and persecution by traveling into foreign countries and being more generous about the possibility of those things happening in our own time and in our own countries. It might look like less wringing of our hands and negatively opining about every news story we see or hear or read, and more like being people of love, empathy, understanding, and openness to discovering more deeply than most of us really ever do. What are the factors that lead to the hard stories we see in the news? the underlying factors that lead to systemic poverty, violence, racism, and then showing up as people of love and possibility and healing in the midst of those things. Showing up, putting Christ back into Christmas might look like having a conversation with our neighbor. I know, right? And finding out why they weren't able to cut their grass for over a month or why they weren't able to rake their leaves or why something else doesn't look right on the outside of their houses, because it just might be that something has gone wrong inside their home, and they might actually need some help from a neighbor who will love them. It might look, as Father Greg Boyle puts it, not contributing to the trivial, divisive, suspicious, unhealthy, sad, fearful, otherizing, and demonizing that characterizes the age in which we now live and instead replacing fear with love, vindictiveness with open-hearted kindness, envy 
with supportive affection, withering judgment, with extravagant tenderness. And by the way, just go on YouTube and Google Father Greg Boyle, B-O-Y-L-E, and just listen to what he has to say about almost anything, and it will change you. One of the things that Father Greg Boyle says is we don't change people by arguing with them. We change them by loving them, tenderly loving them. And that includes, and especially includes, loving the ones that we think are the hardest to love. And that, loved ones, is what it might look like to put Christ back into Christmas. And more than that, it's what it looks like to put Christ back into Christianity. And that would be an awesome Christmas present for the whole world. Stay in touch, Bruce at brucecole.tv. Remember, you are loved. And since we've talked so much in this episode about love, as I was sitting down to record this episode on the afternoon of November 30th, 2022, the news came across that the great vocalist and keyboardist from Fleetwood Mac, Christine McVie, died today at the age of 79. And for those of us of a certain age, she, along with the rest of Fleetwood Mac, have been part of the soundtrack of our lives. And because we talk so much about love on A Bigger Story, we'll go out with this one written, played on the piano, and lead vocals sung by the amazing Christine McVie.